Hey everybody, welcome back to another night of Walk It Out. My name is Gretchen Cannon. I am the community pastor at Grace Church here in Choctaw. And I have a very special guest that's gonna open our new series on the Eastern Oklahoma County Resource Center. And this is Rick. He is the senior pastor of the church caddy corner from us on Church Corner. That's right. We need to buy that property on the empty corner. Put one more church. Well, or build like a community center, like where we can have a gym oh, and wow. play basketball. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be great. And we could all do it together. That would be great. <laughs> that would be fun, wouldn't it? It would. One day, right? One day. Yeah. Well, um, man, thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting and me. I know, like I've heard bits and pieces of the story about how the Lord just started speaking to you through a, a sermon that you were giving to your church. But before that, just um, for those people that don't know you, okay. who are you? Okay. You know, how long you've been around here? Um, right. You know, those kind of things. Well, I am in my 23rd, just about to finish up my 23rd year. And I uh, came in the year 2000 and... Uh, it's been a great journey. God's done a lot in the church. Uh, in 2005, five years after getting here, my wife passed away. Right. Uh, that was a, a big event in life. And I had uh, yeah, three young three kids. Years. And uh, I had about, uh, about 18 months uh, before God brought someone into my life mm -hmm. that I, I got to meet. And mm -hmm. ultimately, uh, three years later, married. Stephanie, Stephanie right? Stephanie, yeah. yeah. And so to, between us, we have six kids. And she's been a huge blessing to me. And uh, it's been a, it's been a great journey. Time flies by. You know, I look yeah. in the mirror now, and I'm like, man, you're at the end. Yeah. You know? And everything yeah. everything has different meaning. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You've got a different perspective. Yes. For sure. Yeah. 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 I remember I was teaching in the district when your wife passed away, and um, just praying for your family. I didn't know her. I didn't even know you, um, but praying for your family, for those kids, for even the school that your family was very active in right you know yeah so, it was it was yeah. a blow uh, you know god does use all things he does um, i wouldn't wish that experience on anybody but god did some some incredible work right. in my life through mm -hmm. it so mm -hmm. yeah and i love one of the things and i know we're going to talk about the resource center but one of the things that i have seen people get blessed over and over that came out of that was the program grief share all right that you guys right. started at choctaw road so like if you know of someone that is dealing with grief or that will like that happens to later, they have a great program. And Linda is amazing. Jerry and Linda Lober. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who coordinate it. And it's a great program. Um, it's they run a semester, if I if I remember right, but just it's a support group, education, understanding for those that um that are dealing it. with grief. It all flowed out. That that moment kind of changed uh my perspective on some things. Um you know, I would have said before that, that my view of someone who struggled with a substance mm -hmm. was that maybe they were a weaker person. Mm -hmm. But in the midst of all that, if I had thought a substance would have helped me, yeah, you I would have done I, it. I'd have done it in a heartbeat. Yeah. And so understanding that when we came out, uh, became burdened that the church is constantly sending people somewhere else. We tell them Jesus is the answer. And then, yeah, but this is, you need to go but somewhere else. you need else. to go here. Yeah. Not to... Not to us. And so we started a, a number of support groups, grief share, divorce mm -hmm. care, celebrate okay. recovery. Um, 
that we hired a counselor. We actually have a counselor on retainer for our church. And if you're a member of the church, Mm -hmm. uh, we open up free counseling services, a limited number of them, but free counseling services to, to be what we tell people we are. Right. And, and this kind of, I guess, was one of the things that flowed out of that was a little bit longer term than some of those other things. And some of the things we couldn't do well, we mm-hmm. celebrate recovery at our lunch. It was, yeah. it's just a big program and exhausted our workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did it for a season. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, support groups mm-hmm. that meet for uh, different issues, but we don't technically do celebrate yeah. recovery anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And so I know there's people that I am in relationship with that I've gotten plugged into Grief Share. I've even gone with them. Like, I will go with you. Let me go with you the first time. It's a great program. Because it is. It really is. Yeah. And so I just reminded as you were talking about, like, he uses all things for our good. He He uses that situation for your good, but also our community's good. So thank you for allowing that to happen. A lot of people won't allow that, you know. So thank you. But what I want to visit about um, in particular is about how this Eastern Oklahoma County Resource Center got started. And so one of the things as Grace Church, we move, we switched buildings in May of 2012. Mm -hmm. And Carol um, Modisette and I were talking the other day, 2014 was was the year she could Mm -hmm. remember when all this got started. But like we as a church body from the beginning, like 1999, we prayed into something like this. Oh, wow. And we didn't even know, like not... Yes, a place to be able to offer people food, but assistance and not a handout, but a hand up right. in, in getting them to be able to have the resources they need right. to make ends meet, but not just that, but to actually be successful Let's and thrive. Find a solution. Yeah. In their relationship with Jesus as well as practical. And I don't know if you're aware, but one of my passions and being involved in this is when I was in college, um, I was going to school to be a school teacher and I was working three to four jobs, depending on Mm -hmm. it, living on my own. But on Fridays, I would go to food pantries and because I just was trying to make ends meet so I could get to the place. Now, could I have reached out to my friends or even my church and even my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband? Yes, but like there's so much shame mm-hmm. that can come with that. Right. And so that's one of my other hearts in this is to bring such awareness that we can silence shame in people's lives. Right. Treat them with dignity. To, yes. Respect. Yeah. It, I, and had I made mistakes? Well, yeah, I was 19 and 20, but it, but. It wasn't like I didn't need to own my mistakes. I had done a lot of things right. I was working. I was going to school, active, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, working in my relationship, growing it with Jesus. But I struggled financially, you know. And so knowing that people can be in those situations and all they need is hope. And Jesus is the hope. So tell us about like that, that sermon and that question. So... (laughs) Um, like what the Lord did in your heart in it. We we were in a series about defining who we were. Uh, out of that came our, our DNA, uh, Connect, Reach, Building Care. But mm. we asked the question, uh, other than the people who attend here, if a natural disaster wiped the church off the face of the earth, mm. who would care other than the people who could show up every week? In other words, who's going to miss you? Yeah. Who, who's going to grieve the fact that something significant was gone from their life? 
maybe they never set foot in the door, but somehow they were blessed, mm -hmm. helped, mm -hmm. encouraged by the church. And uh, that that was the start. And it listen, it was a crazy journey because determining how to do that, we, we went through a season where we thought we were supposed to buy either a truck or a van mm -hmm. and move community to community, set up a day. We're going to be in your community on Thursday. And we're going to hand out food. Mm. And there were some practical issues with... Uh, with that not working and just trying to figure it out mm -hmm. because a building and a piece of property was just too big of a, of a dream. And we are recording this in, in the building, a building yes. on a property that was paid for, right? Built, paid for. Debt yeah, free. completely yeah. debt free. Yeah. yeah. And the food and everything yeah. in it. And, and so, you know, we started, uh, just meeting specific needs with the school. You guys are part of the school drive that we mm -hmm. do every year, trying to bless the schools. Mm -hmm. uh, then we did lice kits. Mm -hmm. We've we've done burnouts when people have a fire, and we mm -hmm. go in and right. try to help there. But the the big thing that really put us on the map was the Eastern Oklahoma County Christmas Party. Yeah, and we did it differently. Uh, we didn't want to just hand out stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, our one of our core values, one of our DNA points of our DNA is is we believe God created us for relationships. Yeah. First yeah. and foremost with him, mm -hmm. secondly with each other. And if we believe that, just handing a bag of food to somebody doesn't create a right. relationship right. or a gift to them. Mm -hmm. And so um, from the beginning, when we did the, the Christmas party, we uh, created these uh, families that would be waiting for a family to show up yeah. and, and assign them. And they begin to walk with them before they got there. And boy, before that was over, people were holding signs up like they were at an airport, you know, welcome to the Smiths and yeah. so glad you're here. And, and we did, uh, we did food. We did good food, like party food. Mm -hmm. And the ladies at our church cooked up so much stuff. Other churches, <laughs> they cooked up so much stuff. That's awesome. We did a separate party for the teenagers and a separate party for the children. Um, gave away some really big stuff, mm -hmm. TVs to the young people, those basketball goal things that just stuff that was never going to yeah. be a yeah. reality for right. them. Right, right. And while Blow they were doing minds. that, yeah. we had a band, a secular band playing yeah. some of the great rock hits of the <laughs> 70s and 80s. You're aging uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. Playing some Eagles. That's and, awesome. Uh, some Christmas music. Yeah. And, and just did a, we did a party. Yeah. And they were the guest of honor. Mm. Uh, and we had photographers, Life Touch Studios came in and mm. for many years did family portraits for people who would never have a chance to pay for to a family portrait. Yeah. And printed them off right there, put them in their hands, and it was crazy, Gretchen, because um, some of these people would look at their host family and say, would you get in a picture mm. with us? That's Is so that cool. immediately there was a, a bonding and the stories that came out of that. So we did that. Wow, for years, and it mm -hmm. it got big, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, churches, mm -hmm. you guys are part of it. Churches begin to get on board. We needed we needed a place away from our building uh, because it becomes more of a community effort. Right, right. If we could get it out of yeah. our our facility, oh, yeah, I, Eastern Oklahoma County, yeah. there's just not that many mm -hmm. options out there. Schools not open for things right. like that. Yeah. Um, so. We began to dream about this, and uh, we had a man in the community, uh, Ken Brewer, gave mm -hmm. us a great deal on a piece of property, yeah. and, and that was our first purchase. That's awesome. Bought, bought this one-acre lot and then began trying to raise money and, and churches and businesses. I can't, <laughs> I can't underestimate what the businesses have done. Mm -hmm. Began to pull money in a community effort to build this building. And this is about a 5,000-square-foot building, and 
you know, food mm -hmm. and we have a room to do education. Right. If you want to know how to do a budget, you want to know how to do your taxes. Mm -hmm. um, Eden Clinic is going to come over and, and mm -hmm. use the building yeah. for counseling. Just, But it, it started by asking that question, if we disappear, who cares? Mm -hmm. Other than the ones directly benefiting yeah. and trying to trying to answer that in a tangible did you, way. Did you think on that question, like when the Lord was dropping the series in your heart and you began to hear that question before you proposed it out loud, mm -hmm. you know, to your body, mm -hmm. did you know it was going to lead to something like Absolutely this? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. way. Yeah. No way. So, and the people that are involved in it, I didn't even know some of them. Yeah. Right. And so, no, I had no idea what God was going to do with yeah. it. Yeah. I know um, I had heard that what happened after that is you guys scheduled a meeting to see who was interested. And there were like eight or 10 people that mm -hmm. showed up or something to come and just say, yes, I want to know more. I want to be a part or whatever. And so in all of that, did you... Um, like, did the confidence rise of the people in God's faithfulness? Or when did you see that really start leaping in so, the confidence? Wow, that's a hard question to answer. Um, you know, everything to me spiritually cycles. Mm -hmm. um, mountains, valleys, mm -hmm. mountains, valleys. And, and we teach our people that it should always be, uh, we call it a ramp on an incline, that you may be above the line or below mm -hmm. the line, but every time you're, you're moving, you're growing, it's our plan of yeah. discipleship for our people, that this was a lot like that. I think there were seasons of discouragement. Oh, um, I could only imagine. Yeah. yeah. And then there were seasons of elation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the crazy memories that I will always have is what happened in the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um the number of people who called us and said, here's my stimulus check, give it away. Mm. Or who can I give it to? Um, and then we got to Christmas. And because church, a lot of churches still weren't back to full, right. and uh, we didn't have enough food. Right. And uh, we put the word out, hey, we need food. And it was unreal what mm. happened. Uh, you know, we we had a guy write a ten thousand dollar check. That's awesome. Because he just was behind what we're doing, and there there yeah. were multitudes of people who did stuff. It and, was amazing. And if and because you guys, whoever it was, whether it was you or the board or whoever, communicated the need. Mm -hmm. Like if the need isn't communicated, you don't know. He wouldn't have known to do right. that, right? Right. You know. Right. And so I remember even during the pandemic, before we got to Christmas. Um, we were giving away COVID boxes right. for like 12 weeks or something, right. 40 of them. Moving around people, at the different yeah, churches. Yeah. yeah. People would pull up and you'd take their box and put it in their vehicle. Right. You know. Drive-through service. They, yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about the hope that that brought people. Right. And the, and the more churches that got involved in that, the more the word got out and there were people then that were able to give into it, right? You know, and to make it what it was. I think, and I think one of the things you're kind of touching on for me is the stereotype. Yeah. Uh, over these years that we've done this, we there's no telling how many people have been touched in one way or another. I can probably count, maybe on one hand, the number of people who've ever said a crossword or expected more, or uh, like that had entitlement attitude. Yeah. 
Yeah, but boy, I've seen some I've seen some grandmas raising grandkids break down and cry. Yeah, and and you will. Yeah, when that moment hits, right. it it moves you right. or uh, guys in the oil field mm-hmm. that had great paying jobs and then they're just gone. gone. Right, and men who've worked hard who who deal with that guilt and shame. Right, and show up and then God would hook them up with somebody. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Who had a similar background mm-hmm. and could talk the language of of the oil field or the or the farming industry yeah. or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and create a bond there. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the, it, it has been it's been an exciting, crazy journey. Uh, it's hard to believe it's been that long, but um, you, you kind of live in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. You look around, and go, "Wow, this is where we are." But yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy up and down thing. Yeah. So let's talk through, like, as you're talking about these stories and these testimonies that bring hope, that connection and that understanding, like, mm-hmm. between the the people that the Lord knits their hearts together. How did you, like, that's the faithfulness of the Lord, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it not? Right. How did you see um, the leadership of the organization change and grow and evolve? You know, and, and I know like Carol Modisette's the president. I know hey, we're, this place the, wouldn't be here without Carol. Exactly. I'm telling you guys, it wouldn't be here without Carol. <laughs> exactly. But but there's also people on the board like you guys were determined. It won't just be Choctaw Road Baptist people, right? Church right. people on the board, right? Like it won't even just be see, church people, right? Right. Right. So yeah. let's talk about how the Lord evolved as you start okay. to begin to see His faithfulness. So. um one of the things we wanted to do, because everybody has a, a bad story to remember, mm-hmm. is we wanted to maintain a majority membership from our church mm-hmm. to preserve the integrity of, of who you are. Yes, mm-hmm. of why this was created, because everybody's got stories of we started this way, so and so got voted out, it completely changed directions. Right. And so that was written into our bylaws and constitution. Uh, but other than that, I mean, that's a 5941 right, thing, right. is that we started going out to churches, and then it was just, if you have a heart. Mm-hmm. And so uh, well, we, we have some of the greatest people in the world who have no involvement with the church at all. Right. And some some contributors have mm-hmm. no involvement with the church at all. Truly community effort. Mm-hmm. But our, our, our bind between your church and our church, the Methodist church, right. the Nazarene yeah, church, right. yeah. those uh, four churches have been in it together for a while Mm -hmm. and we get to know each other. And I know the Nazarene church is doing some stuff we don't do. You guys have the HIA uh, program, finding hope Mm -hmm. that, that we can refer people to. Um, So it really did become more kingdom Mm -hmm. oriented from a, a a church perspective. Um, And, you know, I'll probably make somebody mad, but I'm used to doing that. So it's okay. Me too. So we're in the same camp. I, uh, the weirdest people on earth are pastors. Yeah. They're the most insecure. Mm-hmm. They're jealous. Um, competitive. Competitive. They can't work together. And it that mm-hmm. it's the furthest thing from kingdom yeah. ideology. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we understood quickly, we got to get it out of our building to make this a true community effort because there's a stigma of, well, you know, is this benefiting your church? We, to- we told everybody, you know this, when you hook up with a mm-hmm. family... And you meet them, they're yours. Right. Invite them to your church. Your church. Invite them yes. to things you know what's going right. on. Yeah. Absolutely. That's yours yeah. to cultivate mm-hmm. your ground. Yeah. And you cultivate yeah. it and sow it. Mm-hmm. And, 
Um, there's just a lot of people yeah. out there, but watching that come together. And then um, I, I think we had to teach people, which all, all of following Jesus is a discipleship journey, but, <laughs> it's but giving very clear instruction about what we do and we don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Christmas party, this is not a judgment time. Right. Uh, this is a love time. Yeah. Uh, we actually... We had a security team that we appointed that would handle any problem. Mm-hmm. That if you're loving on a family, a problem is not yours to solve. Mm-hmm. You're just here to love. Yeah. That if we have a problem, we have people appointed that mm-hmm. were, they're problem solvers. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to set our people free to do nothing but pour into mm-hmm. um, and love. And that becomes almost addictive to yeah. them uh, of... The, the, here, here's what we'd hear. This was my Christmas. Mm-hmm. Getting to come up here and do this with a family, you know, because I go home to my everything at my house. Yeah. My 87 inch TV, my air conditioned seats in my car, you know, <laughs> what, everything. Well, if you can dream about it, an American can get it. That's right. And, mm-hmm. and, and to, to talk to somebody who lived in a place with no electricity, right. no running water. Yeah. And you go, that that's still out there? Yes, yes it is it still is. out there. It is, yeah. Um, who don't want to lose their mm-hmm. kids. Right. You know, uh, so then we, we don't talk about it. We don't make it aware because mm-hmm. somebody will come in. And, and I understand how all that works. But trying to, uh, once you plugged into that and you, and you, and you see the tears flow, mm-hmm. and it, it does something to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and navigating that, yeah. 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 It's good. So, yeah, it's, uh, again, it's way more than I would ever thought it would have been. Yeah. Well, and Jesus came, he didn't come and preach the gospel. He came and preached the gospel of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yes, the kingdom. <laughs> Did he not? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what you're talking about. And I love what you're talking about. So I have a, my youngest is 12 and he is my, he is my adopted son but he is my grandson of my oldest son who was okay. adopted. Okay. How about that? Okay. So I adopted a student that I had in school who's now almost 32, and he had a son, and he is now my son. There you go. And so an American family. My two in between are the biological I'm, I'm assuming you've told that story on here. I haven't. You should. <laughs> I should. Yes. Well, but my oldest son is um, serving lifetime sentences in prison now. But he was homeless Mm -hmm. on the street. And like as a parent, you want to do anything and everything, right? Right. And so my youngest knows this. You know, he knows that his biological dad was homeless on the street. He knows he is in prison for life. Those types of things. And, And my youngest has been with us since he's four months old. He doesn't really know anything different. You're his mama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, and his brothers are his brothers, you know, and, um, But he sent me a text the other day, and he said, Mom, my friend, and he named the friend, um, is probably going to be homeless. Can we help him? And I was like, wow. Because the compassion and probably that processing of like, I know like my dad was in that position right? He knows my story of going to food pantries when I was Mm -hmm. in college. 
but also like his compassion for his friend and for his family. And he knows about the resource center. Like he volunteers at packing school supplies. Um, In the summer, they'll be up here with me when I'm doing the advisor. Uh, Will they sit in the room with me? No, but they'll help families carry their groceries to cars. They'll help them. Oh, you want the cereal? Let me grab it for Mm -hmm. you. And, And they'll sack it. Why? Because like they need to see how the kingdom, the churches, Jesus' people partner together to meet needs in the practical as well as the spiritual. They'll probably lay hands on people and pray for people knowing my children. Mm -hmm. But for him to have that compassion, it truly is the gospel of the kingdom. It's not just good news. Right. It is good news that he wants to be Lord of your life and rule and reign from the inside out. It is who you are. Yeah. 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 And it is. So that's what I love. Like that. I mean, I love a lot of what you're talking about, but just talking about like, this is kingdom. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what we, I mean, I shared that 25 years ago as a church, we began praying into how can we partner with other churches and it's so difficult. Our area, it is. It, it, Jesus and it said, shouldn't be. <laughs> Jesus said, "They shall know you're my disciples, my followers, because you love, one, love another. one another." And it doesn't look like it. Yeah, and it doesn't mean just one another within your own right. local organization, but you love one another. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I'm in the series. I'm going to have so many people on that are from so many different churches, mm-hmm. and I. I'm so excited about it. That's cool. Just to bring awareness and like how we're all partnering together and what we're doing and testimonies and um, how we're becoming friends, mm-hmm. not just acquaintances, right? But true friends well, in the kingdom, created for relationships, right? Yeah, brothers and sisters in Christ. So, yeah, yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to share with the people? I'm grateful for the opportunity. Um, you know, God does exceedingly more. Yeah, exceedingly more than we can ever ask or think. And he has in this, and you know, I don't know where the next few years go, what this <laughs> looks like, but yeah. uh, I'm sure it's going to continue to unfold. I would tell you, if you're listening and you know anybody that needs help, refer. Right. Refer, 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 refer. Yeah. Uh, man, because we, we're looking for those opportunities. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I'm grateful that you asked the question in 2014. Well, thank you. The, to the Lord, to your congregation, to yourself, like what... What is this? And that you are willing to let other people come alongside of a vision that the Lord planted inside of well, you to make happen. And here's the truth. I'm becoming less and less. Yeah. Uh, really it's the way it in this. Be. Yeah. Is should it um, not? You're still yeah. part, but you're st- yeah. like, it doesn't rise and fall on whether oh. you personality like you have the answer. Yeah. yeah. Or like you as the head person, like right. Jesus is the head of his church. Is right. he not? And that's what this is becoming. Yeah, this is, it is amazing. You do a really good job with this. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that he put it on my heart to do this series. I was like, I don't know how this is going to work in the schedule. And then I found a day that the, that the physical, I call this the headquarters, <laughs> but the physical headquarters of the center is closed. And yeah. I was like, let's do this. Yeah. You know, let's do this. Awesome. And, and, um, but, but thank you for, for the opportunity, like, because of you walking out your obedience to the Lord, I'm able to sit here and have this conversation with yeah. you and others. So it's yeah. a blessing. Yeah. Well, if you need help, just like what he said, reach out, like, um, I'm reminded of, uh, Philippians two verse three, it says to be free from pride filled opinions. 
because they only harm our cherished, cherished unity. And we can't unify with you to get you help, um, to, to get you in a place where Jesus really wants you to be if you don't like let that go and just come and ask for help. So you can go to our website, eocrc.org, or you can call 405-297-4998. And if nobody answers the phone, don't worry leave a message. Jeff, our director, gets those, and he is so diligent about contacting you back. So 405-297-4998. And uh, will you pray us out? I will. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Father, thank you for the time uh, that you've given us, and um, maybe just in the middle of a busy day to pause and remember all the good you've done. Yeah, thank you. And uh, Father, thank you for Gretchen and, and just how she's doing this. And, and Father, what a blessing it was for me today to get to be a part of it. I pray a blessing uh, on her church, on, on Grace, Father, and, and that you just keep working and reaching people there. And uh, Father, on all the churches that are involved. And Father, may we be a light set in a world of darkness. Um, Father, on a hill that all men may see. Mm. Uh, that's our prayer for this organization and for our churches in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.